0: Alright, Barker, you salty old dog. I mean you gotta be happy about that. Never in doubt. Nice, clean, tidy, one nothing win for my blue jays. Never in doubt, Barker.
1: Yeah, one nothing blowout. That's what I said today uh, ending our show. I said it'd be a two nothing blowout. I was close.
0: <laughs> you were? Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. Hey, folks, should we just stop talking about this team's issues with running and score runners and scoring position and just
1: absolutely and
0: and just I mean this is what it is and let's start talking about something else because pitching the pitching I, you know, I'm looking at their numbers and and look we and every everybody everybody always talks about uh, you know how good the pitching's been how good the pitching's been but dot 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 I think we just celebrate the pitching. Starting pitching's terrific. Bullpen is really good. I mean, the numbers bear that out. Um I I mean, we we've dissected the the problems with with runners in scoring position, ad nauseum. Nothing's gonna change. You got the same old guys doing the same old things. Although I really do have to tell you, now you know, you give me grief because you claim that I always pick on poor Calvin Biggio. Yeah, I, I don't I don't pick on him. I just like to point some things out. But I gotta mm-hmm. tell you. Paul DeYoung, I, I I really want to know who Santiago Espinal pissed off in this organization. Like, he said or did something to somebody to lose playing time to this guy. Anyhow. Yeah,
1: he's two for his last 30. I look, it's a solid a two veteran. for
0: his last 30.
1: He's a ve- Yeah, he's hitting the ball hard. Exit velocity. Exit velocity is really hard. good. Yeah, yeah, he's a veteran dude who can catch the ball in the middle of the infield. That's all I can figure. Who has options? I. Other than that, I'm not real sure.
0: Yeah, anyhow uh you can't blame him for this loss tonight well wait a minute they won can't blame him for the win either uh george springer kevin barker 13 pitch at bat with logan allen i want to ask you about logan allen 13 pitch at bat with logan allen hits a home run that is it that is all the damage the jays in the second inning back-to-back walks the aforementioned paul DeYoung and, and dalton varsho weak fly balls Fast forward to the—I mean, it all runs together. What are we looking at here? The eighth inning, bases loaded, none out. Danny Jansen, captain, clutch up. It's a three-one pitch, not deep enough to score a runner, and then with the with the uh, with the infield playing in, I mean, Davis Schneider hits a ball, and 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 I mean, it takes a great play, it takes a very good play, but still a double play, and. Um, I, again, that that eighth inning, uh, just a fly ball, man. I need is yeah, a, like- a fly ball deep enough to score, a guy. I, yeah, I mean, it doesn't even make you shake. It doesn't make you shake your head anymore. I, I think this is this team, and I, you know, I guess clearly they didn't make a move at the trade deadline. So either either the front office thinks they can win a whole bunch of one nothing games, or I, I, I don't know. There's some button that needs to be pushed in khaki land or something like that that's going to suddenly I, change things.
1: I thought you started the show and said we shouldn't talk about it anymore. Well, I and did, now we're but talk, then I, now then we're I talking morphed about into it, again. it. Then I morphed and, into and, it. And you forgot about the fifth inning and Vladdy. I mean, I if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, do it right. Like don't forget I the mean... double play that he took the you get 91 <sighs> from a lefty right down the middle, yeah, That's you Michelle yourself. Like, I mean, I just run out, I,
0: I run out like, of things to whine about. Give the everybody about their this.
1: credit. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, then give everybody credit, right? It, again, it's just like the the situation it's like Danny Jansen and I hate to even bring this up cuz I I'm a huge fan of Danny Jansen and he's had some really big time hits and he hits a bunch of homers but a 3-1 fastball up and away that's that's not his sweet spot we talk about that all the time yep. it's okay to go 3 and 2 i mean just because it's up it's, it's a way. Like, you don't like the ball away. You're a pull hitter. You like the ball middle and middle in. You surely don't like the ball up and away. So, I, it's things like that, right? It's just it's situations where in big moments on the road where your team just – your offense needs to give a little breathing room mm. where it's just not the seventh game of the World Series. And John Snyder doesn't have to match up in the ninth inning. And, oh, by the way, I thought Jordan Hicks was a no-brainer. Obviously, John thinks not. No one said he He's was a no brainer. I, I, we had the conversation for a couple of days here about is he? I think John just told you he doesn't feel like he is.
0: Uh, let's talk about Kevin Gossman. Uh, Velo was down, something you talked about going into the game. But I honestly, that may be just because he didn't need it tonight. Uh, he did hit 90, 96.8. Let's round it up to 97 on the gun. Um, again, 14 called strikes, 28. Uh, called strikes and whiffs 26 pitch first inning and then what 64 pitches for the next the next six innings
1: Uh, i mean what do you say about this what do you say about this rotation gardens guardians lineup's not real good i mean we'll start there. first inning 26 pitches like you know he was throwing it's in that 90 92 range that's that's a lot of the times when he's giving it up right And, and i'm sure better lineups might uh had some few better at bats and maybe hit some balls harder. But after that, it's sort of, you had your chance to get me, and you didn't. (laughs) And when you don't, and I start throwing harder, like the split finger, I find better release point, I finish it a little bit more, because I'm throwing harder, you got to cheat to get to that velocity, and you're going to chase more times than not, and you mentioned it, right, is getting enough called strikes to get you in swing mode, and when he gets you in swing mode, and adding the velocity and the good release point on that split finger, and he occasionally, just because he can throw that slider to a righty, that's... And now he's starting, I think, looks like he's throwing sweepers to left. He's trying to backdoor that, right, just to steal some strikes and, and do some things to take a little bit pressure off of the split finger this late in the season. He's a smart dude, right? And I'm with you. Maybe he just felt like he didn't need it. He got in pitch mode. When you get in pitch mode instead of throw mode to a lineup that, quite frankly, probably didn't scare him a ton. I mean, he's got to pitch around one dude. And if he does that, it's smooth sailing. That's exactly what it was. The pitching, uh, can we say? That it's the best pitching in the American League, and yeah, without question. you could argue almost in the national in in baseball. Pretty that's on the other side too. Pretty darn. I close. mean, there's there pretty there's darn some good close. pitching staffs, but this is hard to argue, right? I mean, it's right up there with the best ones. Uh, when you have a 13 pitch at bat, is there a point in that
0: at bat where you think the odds start to favor the hitter?
1: Yeah, see, I I think just the opposite. I've been in some of those. Now, obviously, right, it was, you know, sometimes whenever you're struggling and you're one of the guys and you're supposed to be one of the guys and you're thinking to yourself, man, I should have hit that one. And he got quite a few in there, right, some – some ones that caught a bunch of the plate that he, you could tell, look at his face, right? He didn't. don't need me telling you. You can tell whenever he takes a good swing and he thinks he should have hammered that thing, and he doesn't. But give him credit, right? He kept battling, and he got a fastball middle, middle up. You get it like that, and you put a decent swing on it. I always thought you had so many good swings and wanted bat. Sometimes you get lucky, and that's probably one of those times where – Right, You just battle and battle and battle, and it's sort of like, I'm not getting myself out. You're going to have to get me out. And just so happens the pitcher threw one basically right down the middle, a little up, and a good hitter made him pay for it, good for George. They needed that. I mean, again, it gets back to that. You give a good pitcher a lead, and now he gets into pitch mode, and he's adding and subtracting, and he's stealing some strikes, and he's getting some quick outs, sort of looks the way it looks. 1-0, 1-0, the Blue Jays have beaten the
0: Cleveland Guardians in the third game of this four-game series. Fourth game is a 107 first pitch tomorrow right here on the Sportsnet Radio Network and Sportsnet. 416-870-0590, 888 590 star 590 on your cellular phone. Simon in Boston. You want to talk about the Jays bullpen.
2: Hi, guys. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. I, I first wanted to just give the flowers to uh, Tim Meza and the bullpen and all because I think this Jays team would genuinely be nowhere without them. And then I, I had an idea last night, and I'd be curious your guys' thoughts. Um, they Jays go into a wild-card series away up in – or down in Minnesota. Um, I personally would consider pitching Kikuchi. Uh, I think he's won me over in the last couple of months. Bassett. Right. He's won me over in the last couple of months. Also, if you look at home and away splits, Kikuchi's been pretty much the same where Bassett's got a an ERA over five away from home. And he's given up, um, I
0: think, I think, now this was – how many starts ago, Kevin? We said he's given up sixteen of his home runs on on uh, on the road. I believe. I believe the split is sixteen and six. I haven't updated it, but you're right. He, he he he's 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 a worse pitcher on the road than he is at home. Simon, you're absolutely right.
2: Yeah, and so I think if they go into Minnesota, I'd strongly consider. I know you guys have talked many times about Kikuchi moving to the bullpen in the playoffs, but I'd I'd really consider giving him a start in a game three. Um, I just want to let hear your
0: guys' thoughts. Yeah, Simon, thanks for the call. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it over to Kevin. I yeah,
2: I, I, yeah. it would depend right.
0: on who the matchup is, but I can't argue
2: right well, now. I mean if it's a twink,
1: if it's Twinkie's on the road to Simon's point, he's thrown he's made thirteen starts on the road with an ERA of a little over five. He's Sorry, who's this Bassett? Starts- This is Bassett. He's made 11 starts at home with an ERA of two and a half. To your point, Jeff, on the road, he's given up 17 homers. At home, he's given up four.
0: Wow. Okay. I thought it was 16 and six, so so that's even more pronounced.
1: Big number. So, yeah, absolutely. You say Kikuchi. I mean, he throws hard. He's got tons of confidence. I mean, it would be interesting to see when they would use him. Like, if they lose game one, who do you pitch in game two? It's that thing. I know you'd probably open it up and you'd pitch everybody if if you have to. But who starts it? That would be the question, right? And then if you win it, right, who would you want in game three to give you a little security blanket for if you lose game two? There's some thought that would go into that, but Simon makes a great point. Like, it's you say, Kikuchi, and you made this point today. Even for us to be having this conversation this late in the year after the way he looked last year, I mean, basically, he, at times, didn't even look like a big-league pitcher. And now, all of a sudden, where would they be without him? They wouldn't be in a playoff spot, I can tell you that. Gee and Maple.
3: Alert to all the Jays fans, if you plan on watching Jays in 30, you can turn it off after the Sprinter (laughs) at-bat.
0: That's not nice. (laughs) Come on, then Uh, you're going to miss that double play by Vladdy, and you're going to miss... You're going to miss the oh. magic of that uh, that Davis-Schneider double play. That's not fair. Uh, I feel Barker. I could feel Barker cringing watching that game tonight. It was just like... <laughs> no, Barker I mean, was... between
3: Barshall and Young back-to-back, oh. Yeah, oh, my God. But I, I, I do agree with uh, what you guys were just talking about at the beginning with Young. I mean, surely... Um, <laughs> You could put in Espinall one game a week. I I, I, he, I, mean, he had been hitting a little bit better, but I mean, DeYoung, I think he's like two for 28, 10 strikeouts. Has he had a five-pitch at-bat once yet in twenty I mean, at-bat?
0: Has he seen five I mean, pitches in a game? Actually, that's not fair because he struck out twice tonight, so we saw at least six pitches in a game.
3: Well, um, yeah, well, or four pitches the last at-bat, and I was thinking to myself, like, oh, I don't think this guy's had a 2-2 count the whole time he's been here. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I just – the, the quality of the at-bats and, you know, and then you got Varsho hitting behind them. I mean, listen, it is what it is. You guys said it, like, at the beginning. Like, this is the team that we are. We have an incredible, incredible pitching staff. I think it's by far the best in the American League, arguably the best in baseball, and that's why it's such a shame that they didn't add a bat at the uh, trade deadline. And, you know, it's, I, I'm sure, like, if you don't put an espinol – you know, listen, Barger, I brought this up a couple of times. His on-base, I think, is like 360. I mean, surely he can provide steady defense at short. I don't know what his numbers are as far as errors. Maybe you guys could pull
0: that up. But Who is this? I mean, uh, Barger. Yeah, he's more a second baseman, I think, isn't he? Is that uh, what they, they've, they've looked at him as second? He, he could be playing at shortstop. Um, yeah, boy, I mean, it's it's an interesting thought. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd picture Barger, Barger and uh, Davis Schneider as my Keystone combination in August at any point. Um, yeah. You know, I and and but I mean, De Young is here because he because of his defense. You know, that, well, that... only
3: because of the defense, obviously, because his at bat's are like it's Marshall 2.0, it's even worse. It's just, I, I just, I, I. I just shake my head. Like, honestly, I turn the channel when they're up at bat. I can't watch it. I get so upset. Yeah. Because I think over and over again. And I just just thought I'd throw it out there. You know, like, uh, you know, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts. If, uh, you know, what do you, what would you guys do if you were the manager? Do you put in Espinol a couple of games at this point? Because we need to get a couple of good quality at bats from our eight and nine inners, and we're getting nothing. I'll hang up and listen, guys. And uh,
0: Parker, stop cringing. Talk to you later. <laughs>
1: uh boy. so well i mean it, look again, i i i get the point like it's sometimes offensively at the bottom of the order it's a tough watch right when Kiermaier's not hitting ninth it's sometimes it's a tough watch but i get back to the fifth inning Lefty on the mound throws ninety one right down the middle and Vladdy jams himself. I mean, is it because he's not looking for that, or is he not ready to hit? You know, we had Cito Gaston on today, and it was about getting your front foot you down almost, on time to get it almost made you think he wasn't ready to hit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I how do you, even if you're not looking for ninety one, it's right down the middle because you have the talent he has. You should be annihilating that. I it's. For me, it's sort of more about those kind of at-bats and sort of like Danny Jansen. Now the expectations, because he's been getting big hits, are more than him chasing a 3-1 fastball, something that he can't drive, and hit harder somewhere. Like, those are the at-bats that I would point the finger at more than DeYoung and and Dalton Varsho. Dalton Varsho again, it's hard for me to pick. Like, it's not his fault they started the season hitting in cleanup. It's not his fault he hit fifth yesterday. Like... It is what it is, right? It's just he's going up there. You can tell he's a very good defender. He does all the baseball IQ things you want, right? He can help a team win a World Series offensively. How do you hide him? Like, it's he's hitting seventh or eighth or ninth for me, and hopefully he plays the defense he'll always be playing, and hopefully somebody else gets Here, a big hit.
0: Here's what kind of puzzles me about Danny's approach, too. At his best, Danny's a pull hitter. Absolutely. You're not pulling that pitch. You wouldn't yeah, think I mean, so, even not if, at that even velocity. If, even, if, even if you make contact, you're you're not pulling it. So I
1: understand why you swing at the ball that's up because of Danny's level swing. That's an easier ball for him to get in the air. But you can tell at that velocity where that location was at, that's a ball you can't hit hard. You can't barrel that. And he didn't, and it didn't get the job done. It's little things like that, right, that they need to get a little bit better at.
0: Uh, Kevin Gossman was awfully good tonight. Seven innings, four hits. Six strikeouts, ninety pitches after a twenty-six pitch first inning. This was his manager, John Schneider. After the game,
4: I thought he almost had to be perfect than he was. You know, Velo was kind of up and down, and once he kind of got settled in, and you get 97, 96, You know, um, with, paired with the split. You know, he's as good as anybody, and I think that just another example of why he's a Cy Young, you know, candidate for us this year. But um, made really good pitches, and I think you know, with Kev, every outing you kind of have to see how the team is attacking him. And, um, you know, split was a good pitch for him and he utilized it well. I mean, you trust Kev basically as long as he has pitches. And I think with the way our bullpen set up with where they were in the order, you know, Swanee kind of protects against some pinch hits, you know, that we kind of knew were coming with his split as well. And then you have a combination of Timmy and Jordan, uh, for the ninth, you know, you kind of just, you know, you have your, you have your plan and then you kind of got to watch what the guy's showing you a little bit, how he's finishing his pitches. And, um, I think he finished with 90, right? 90 total, you know, it could have sent him back out there. Um, you know, just much rather have Swanee in the clean inning rather than traffic. But um, again, Kev Kev has earned probably the longest leash that we have.
0: Yeah, and also uh, ending his night by picking off uh, Gonzalez, <laughs> which
1: was a I say it. I, base I, running I, is what atrocious, atrocious. It, and it's not it's not debatable. Like somebody can't come on our show and this show and tell me otherwise. It's that late in the game on a team that quite frankly doesn't score runs at all. Like you can't make mistakes like that. And I got to be honest with you. When I played that dude wouldn't be on the team tomorrow. Like let's, it's amazing. It's, it's so amazing that I'm speechless. I I, I can't even speak anymore. Okay. 416-870-0590.
0: Star 591-888-666-0590. Folks, uh, I've got news for you, by the way. It it is not uh, the first time I've seen Kevin Barker speechless. He is quite often speechless and what we're doing. How many
1: people you thought saw Kirkie drop his glove?
0: Our show prep.
1: Everybody but the dude standing at second. Everybody. Hey, you know what we
0: need to do tonight? You know who we need to hear from? Billy and Markham. What's up, Billy.
5: Hi fellas. Hey Kevin, you are so bang on. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm just speechless of how baseball's played nowadays. And I'm not just talking about the Blue Jays. You know, I you know I, I go from game to game to game. I watch everything. It is mind boggling. And you're absolutely right. Like 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 there's no discipline anymore. A guy gets picked off. He should sit on the bench for, for two two games. Three games. And just say if your head's not in it, we don't want you out there. You're killing us. But I mean, guys, listen. Here's the problem. The problem is is very simple. And and I know we've we've gotten wins, and I, I don't know if the Orioles uh, wind up losing tonight. The division is still right there. Don't don't think that the Orioles have got this thing locked up. We we as bad as we've played, we can still come back and 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 win this division. Um, you know, I heard your show earlier. Uh, Jeff, I know you're a little worried about Tampa Bay. Don't worry about them; they can come back and win the division the way everything's going in uh, in baseball. But Houston's I mean,
0: beating Baltimore seven to two right now. By I, the way,
5: so they piled on; they, they were up three yeah. two. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so l- l- listen. Very simply, very simply put, I, Jeff, I remember when I first started coming onto your sh- your show a-, a while back when you first started. One thing that I'm going to disagree with just about everybody in the industry is I don't think pitching wins in the world series or in the playoffs. I don't, I think pitching gets you to the playoffs. Once you get to the playoffs, it's the team that can hit. And I don't mean so much that the games are going to end up 12, 10 or eight, six, but you've got to be able to do the little things and, 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 and score three, four, five runs a game. And this is what we just don't seem to be able to do. It's just, it is, it is unbelievable how this has gone on all year. You think we blow somebody out. I mean, okay, I, I think Thomas, Thomas Hatch would have shut out Cleveland. This team just
3: looks
2: –
5: Cleveland looks terrible. Uh, and, uh, and, by the way, nice at bat, Ramirez, uh, in the ninth inning, swinging the ball that bounced before the plate. Uh, you know, But, but, but anyway, <laughs> listen, we have got – we're going to make the playoffs, but we have, we have got to start hitting guys. I can't make it any simpler than that. Our pitching has been great. You guys have hit it bang on with the pitching all all through the year. But everybody pitches in the in, in everybody's got good pitchers. You know that the um, the bull you, you hardly see the bullpens in the uh, in, in crucial games. You know you're going to go with all starters. That's where we have an advantage. We got six guys. Uh, I mean, we're worried about Kikuchi. Uh, you, you know, you could throw you could throw Kikuchi and. Uh, um, Another one of our starters in, in, in a game if we if we need it in a game three if we have to play a three game series I don't think the Penn sees the uh, sees, sees the the playoffs but guys honestly man we have got to start hitting we we have got to start hitting or it's it's going to be uh, over and out pretty quickly that's how I see it later fellas
0: yeah I mean I, I can't can't disagree with uh, can't disagree with Billy at all there uh, but I be Kevin yeah, I'm look. You know, every day I look at the lineup and I go, "Okay, what could John Schneider conceivably do differently here?" And well, first of all, without Bo there, I think you're right. Once Bo gets back, then you, you might be able to do some things. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's moved everybody everywhere for the most part. You know, he hasn't gotten silly. I don't think of putting. I don't know. Has Whit Merrifield hit fourth, fifth, or sixth? I
1: mm-hmm. maybe sixth.
0: Um, but other than that. I, I I have to admit um I like I kinda like the idea of Merrifield. Merrifield, Springer, and Bow is my one, two, three at the huh. top. Now I know at, at some point you're gonna have to account for Brandon Bell, but I kinda like I I kinda like that that at the top. I like the looks of Springer in the number two hole. Um but again, you know, as you said, the idea with hitting Bo third is get two guys who are going to be on base. So hopefully more often than not, or at least once a night bow comes up with, with two guys on as opposed to one. And, you know, George is an aggressive hitter. And as you said, you're not going to see a lot of necessarily a a lot of pitches, but other than that, I, I I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no silver bullet or, or or magic bullet here. um, As, as far as I can see.
1: Yeah, other than the second inning, he had, because of the way the lineup's made out, exactly the dudes he wanted up in big spots. Sure. Well, fifth, yeah. Fifth, fifth, fifth inning, first and 2nd you got your big boy, up, yeah. Vladdy. Absolutely. He gets 91 right down the middle. Center cut. Be ready to hit. That's exactly what you want. That's why you make out the lineup the way you do. In the eighth inning, he has Jansen come up with the bases loaded. That's right. exactly what you want. That's why you're putting him there. Like, that's... How what, you it made you were sitting in your office going eighth inning, bases loaded. This is exactly what I want. I want Danny Jansen coming up. He's a pull hitter. He can change the game with one swing. That's exactly what you want. So, yeah, for me, it's no longer about John Snyder. It's no longer about the organization. It's the player. Like, it's the players that he's done everything possible to try and spark these players and this lineup to get hot. And I just don't know what, when Bo gets back. He's hitting third for me, and then you fill in the blanks everywhere else. I, I I like Brandon Belt because he works counts and he gets on base. I like Whit Merrifield leading off for the same fact he's really good with runners in scoring position. So dudes at the bottom of the order get on. He could drive them in. So you got two dudes now. You got Whit and you got Bo that can drive people in. I like that. And then you fill in the blanks everywhere else. And hopefully, fingers crossed, everybody else does something. One
0: triple eight triple six zero five ninety star five ninety four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety. It is Blue Jays Talk. Jeff Blair and Kevin Barker. The Blue Jays, one nothing winners over the Cleveland Guardians tonight. A progressive field. We'll take a break. Come back and get you caught up with our bet three six five scoreboard. And a little bit about a rather impressive performance in Philadelphia tonight by a dude making his first home start since being traded to the Phillies. It's Blue Jays talk.
4: One more pitch, he's saying. One more pitch. One more pitch. The 3-2 pitch.
0: Swung on, popped up, shallow center field. Rojas sprinting in. He's under it.
4: He has space. Makes the catch. And Michael Lorenzen has thrown the 14th no-hitter in Philadelphia Phillies history. He is being mobbed by his teammates as the Phillies shut out the Nationals 7-0.
0: That was Tom McCarthy with John Cruck in the background on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Michael Lorenzen acquired at the trade deadline from the Detroit Tigers in his first start at home for the Philadelphia Phillies. Five strikeouts, four walks, tosses a no-hitter at the Washington Nationals. The Phillies go on to a 7-0 win, the 14th no-hitter in history of the Philadelphia Phillies. Time now for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. Download the Bet365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games. 19-plus play responsibly Ontario only. This is a good night, I think, Kevin. And I think we should adopt this as kind of our motto. This is a good night to just not dissect victory. Just take the win. Stick it in your hip pocket. Go to the hotel. Come back tomorrow and try to win again. It's been a good night, so far at least, in the American League East for the Toronto Blue Jays. The Houston Astros are currently leading Ooh. the Baltimore Orioles 7-2. Ooh, they good. <laughs> we, I, I wouldn't say we've been sleeping on the Astros, but... Maybe we maybe we're just they're just part of the furniture, and we just need maybe we need to pay attention to the Astros. I think we need to talk
1: more more about Kyle Tucker. That's what we need to do.
0: That would be very good. Uh, Tampa Bay is losing six to four to the St. Louis Cardinals. The Chicago White Sox are beating the Yankees five two, and uh, the Boston Red Sox beat the Kansas City Royals. Four, three. So actually, the Tampa Bay game is final. So it's the Orioles and Yankees that are still playing. As a result of that, the standings are Baltimore Orioles in first place. They are 70-43. and 43. Tampa Bay is in second at 69-47. and 47. The Toronto Blue Jays, 65-51, and 51, back over the 14. 14 games over 500, Mark. They're 6.5 back of the AL East division lead. I don't know if we can really stick a fork in that thing yet, Kevin. 59 55 and 55 are the lot. Boston Red Sox are 11 and a half back, five back of the wild card. The Yankees are also 59 to 55. They are 11 and a half back, five back of the wild card. The Yankees are 4 and 6 in their last 10 games. Baltimore uh sorry, Boston is 3 and 7. Uh, both the Jays and Tampa are 6 and 4. Baltimore mm-hmm. 7 and 3. Uh, soon, I guess, to become six and four, uh, pending the outcome, uh, pending the outcome of that particular game, um, and and I I just I, I get the sense, Kevin, I've I've said it. I don't think that the Jays, or I don't think we should view second place as being out of the picture for the Blue Jays. I I I, I really don't. Um, you know whatever it means, it means a home home field advantage in, in a wild card game, whatever. I I don't think we should uh, or wild card series. I don't think we should eliminate it by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, six and a half might be hard to make up. Although you know what, again, the whole thing is how many teams between you and your goal, right? And that's that's kind of the issue.
1: More more importantly, do you think the Blue Jays could go on say a ten and two run
0: with this type of pitching? Yeah. With this type of hitting? No. With this type of pitching? Yes.
1: Well, yeah. So, you, oh yeah, you, you asked me. Well, I, you basically erased that.
0: No, do I think it's impossible that they would do it? The answer would be no, no. With Bo Bichette comes back, no, I think it's entirely possible they could do something like go ten and two. I mean, they, it's not like they're going to be playing. It's not like every game the rest of the way is against is is against great teams. They do have that Oakland Colorado road swing coming up. Like I, you know, and that's the way I look at. It. I mean, I have to. It's it's August ninth. It's August ninth. You got to look at it that way. I like your either either, like, either either that or it's time to start talking about the Leafs. Oh. 416-870-0590. Oh, Everybody's better. going, Dude. no, no. Star 591, <laughs> Triple A, Triple Six, Zero Five Ninety. Get enough grief.
1: I I went six and a half games and all of a sudden you you're mentioning the Leafs. What's happening
0: here? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Just like to keep our keep our eyes on the you know, in yeah. the prize, right? Keep they're, our eyes. Like, I don't want any, play more we don't need any more frustration in this city. <laughs> That's my biggest fear is that this team suddenly becomes like the Leafs. That's my biggest fear where it's oh, just, boy. oh, God, these guys again. What the hell are they going to do? Win a series and all that will go away. Russ in Oshawa. What is up, Russ?
6: Uh, I would like to uh, – I got a kind of a thought for you gentlemen hey okay. um i've watched the jays since seventy seven means i'm old um Take and a number. i've watched a lot of uh all the great hitters when they've they've had it bats even on replays and everything else and a- a big chunk of them i'd say seven or eight seven, 70 or eighty percent of them have a slightly open stance. I would suggest to tell Mr. Varsho to try that, and maybe even Vladdy. Now, last year, uh, uh, Caleb, it was after the All-Star break when uh, Captain Kirk was uh, not doing very well.
0: What's the name of your cat, by the way?
6: Oh, Muffin! She's okay. blind and old. She's like me. Oh, geez.
0: Muffin, Muffin's <laughs> like me. We're blind both and old. of us. We're the she
6: same. That's the all same. she wants. But
0: you know what they say? It means your other senses get better. That's all I well, can. Well, I
6: hope. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Anyhow, but no, because I I watched I watched in ninety two and ninety three, fifteen and sixteen and. Edwin, now, Edwin had a rather pronounced open stance. Uh, Miss uh, Jose. Is Muffin agreeing or disagreeing
0: with you, by the way? Is Muffin agreeing or disagreeing with you?
6: Oh, she's always disagreeing okay. with me. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, okay. Anyhow, go like ahead. My wife. I don't know which is worse, my wife or the cat. But, you know, that's beside the point.
0: <laughs> but Please no, tell me your wife's name isn't Muffin. Maybe they
6: should try a slightly open stance. Yeah you know just because uh Ke- kevin says that uh mr varshall has a swing out and around well if you open up a little bit wouldn't that eliminate some of that out and around um just a thought yeah. i'd phoned the other day i'd made a suggestion uh but you guys didn't get to me but that was okay about uh, you know, with your pictures. Yeah. You know that. Uh, would you say that magic box is about eight, ninety to ninety-five percent accurate?
0: Oh, the box on TV. Yeah, Russ, we'll we'll address that issue. Thanks so much. Uh, make sure that Muffin gets some milk or some.
6: Oh, she don't drink milk. <laughs> she doesn't. What does she drink? No, water.
0: Oh, okay. I thought I thought maybe it was something else. I mean. No,
6: anyway. she's just being lippy.
0: Okay, thanks, man. Be well. You too. Take Bye. care, Russ and Oshawa and Muffin. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm with. I listen to Russ. Don't get me started on the bo- the magic box and the TV. I love the is, box. Yeah, you do. Of course, you would. <laughs> An educated baseball fan doesn't need a box to tell them if, no. if it's a ball or strike. No, we've already talked about that. The umpires and the Oval Zone. Yeah, it's
1: out. Oval. Oh, absolutely. Major League Baseball's out to get the umpires. Absolutely. <sighs> That's why they put that on there. That's odd. It's So everybody can make fun of the umpires. We get it. Yeah. Boxes. That's absolutely. Th- people need absolutely. to have
0: visual aids to watch. Bit drives me nuts. Yeah. It, it drives me nuts, the visual aids. It, mm. it just drives me nuts. Anyhow, as for open stances, I mean, I don't know about if we suggest Dalton Varsha or Vlade have an open stance. But I want – Russ's point is kind of interesting because quite often when we talk about, about, about stances, Kevin, we focus on triggers. I know you're a big fan of positioning, scoot up, scoot in, mm-hmm. whatever you're going to do. Yep. Yeah explain to me and explain to the layman what are the positives and negatives of the open stance
1: open stance is more for people that have trouble seeing the baseball with both both eyes a lot of the times like dalton Varsha right now is closed off he has a real tough time and he looks very stiff like, he look doesn't look all the time hitterish because he's closed off with his lower half, and he really has to force his chin on his right shoulder so he has both eyes pointed at the target. That's sort of whenever you want to open up is to allow you to sort of free up your upper half and put both eyes seeing and looking towards your target a little bit easier. It's a lot. Like he's been through a lot. Like, Let's not lie. Mm -hmm. Like like it's everywhere. He's been hitting in the order the things he's not doing. uh, The things he's tried, like he leg kicked stride separated. Uh, He ain't toe tapping. I mean, somebody said earlier, he's toe tapping. That's not true. He's back to that stride separate thing. Toe tap means you have a fluid one move to another move. He's not doing that. He's stride separating again, which he's trying to, Sort of eliminate his lower half and use his hands a little bit better because he does have quick hands. Again, this gets back to that. He's just, he's, he's doing whatever he can do to try and throw a barrel at baseball. And that's a very hard thing to Kay. do. That's why you see him chasing a lot. He'll take good pitches. He'll swing at bad pitches. That's sort of what you do when you're thinking more about your lower half and your mechanics than just being free and easy and thinking about seeing the baseball. It's hard. Like when you're not hitting baseballs hard, it's hard. To think just about hitting the baseball hard. I know it sounds simple, but it's really tough.
0: What was the most radical adjustment you made when you played? Like, I'm talking, what was the most radical thing you would have done, I don't know, not necessarily in game, but in the middle of a season?
1: Use use a lighter bat. I've used heavier bats. I think that's, once you get a certain age, like you're sort of married to who you are, like you'll tweak things, right, where if, you know you you have a different two-strike approach from one year to the other. It's you're trying to get off your backside. Maybe you're a 70-30, which means 70% of your weight's on your backside, where you're just trying to basically throw the barrel at the baseball. Maybe that's not working because you're not getting off your backside enough. Maybe you change that. So, yeah, the Vladdy thing, for me, that would be more of a thing he needs to do It's not so much where you start, it's where you finish. It's like Bo, he opens his hips up to clear it so he can catch up the velocity and get the barrel in the hitting zone longer. If if you're going to do that, if you're Vladdy, it's more about your finish than it is about where you're starting open and those kind of things. And again, for me, it's more Vladdy's hand movement than it is anything else. It's too much. Like, it's just a lot to line up, and that's why he jams himself. That's why he's – look at him consistently he's late on a heater and out in front of a breaking ball. That'll tell you timing wise. He's just not there. Uh, the Astros and Orioles have
0: gone final eight to two for the Astros over the Orioles, um, in, in a series that I think, uh, a lot of people were sort of looking at it as a bit of a measuring stick for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, and, and uh, you know, Clearly, it's like the Astros are giving Major League Baseball kind of a forget-me-not, you know? It's when everybody's healthy.
1: Everybody's healthy in the American League. They may have the best lineup. Now, I think the Braves have the best lineup in baseball. But in the the American League, when Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker and Jose Jose
0: Altuve is hitting, I think it was four for five tonight or three for five or three for four. Like, they're starting, and you saw that ball he hit at Yankee Stadium. If he starts going, that's an awfully tough lineup. It's an yeah, awfully you have to, tough yeah,
1: lineup. To you face. have to pitch to every single guy differently, which is almost impossible to do if you're starting pitching. And, of course, they've been there, right? That doesn't hurt. Can't teach experience this time of the year. Nope.
0: They've been there, and uh, they've got the championship ring. Again, the final tonight, one nothing, The Toronto Blue Jays beating the Cleveland Guardians. Kevin Gossman, folks, he was terrific. Four hits, six strikeouts over seven innings. George Springer solo home run in the first inning. After a 13 pitch at bat, that held up the rest of, of the way. The Jays had a couple of chances to put the game away. Vladdy hit into a double play. They had the bases loaded in the eighth inning, none out. Danny Jansen flied out to right, not deep enough, score the runner, and then David Schneider hit into a double play, a good play by the by the Guardian shortstop, but nonetheless, uh, you load got the,
1: jammed on a 0-2 curveball got, right down the middle.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, you load the bases against against the bullpen i mean and and you know kevin's point about the danny jansen swung at a pitch he's not he's swung at a 3-1 pitch he, he's just not going to do anything with it um quite frankly i'm surprised he even got it in the air but uh yeah it was uh nonetheless the jays won the series wraps up tomorrow do not forget it's a 107 first pitch blair and barker will be on following that game So, thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. New and used vehicle prices are rising and inventory is scarce. Avoid the hassle of buying prematurely by making your vehicle last longer with Crown Rust Protection. For a special summer offer and rust protection, visit crown.com today. Good night from all of us here in Toronto, and good night, Muffin.